This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. Have you ever heard the voice of God? For reasons that I will never understand, people actually have a problem with the idea of Christians, so-called followers of Christ, actually hearing the voice of God. Even though Jesus is crystal clear about it in Scripture, but still it seems to be such an offending subject at times. And I wonder... If the people who always have so much negative to say about it do so because they have never heard God's voice for themselves. I don't know. But if you are a follower of Christ and you think that people do not hear God speak today or that you have never heard God speak yourself, I can assure you that you have. So check this out. I know that All of us at one time or another have had an experience where we got what seemed like a random thought, a random idea, a random suggestion, something like this. Stop now and grab those keys. Pick up your wallet. Don't take the highway today. Don't answer that call. And then later, when you get into the car and don't have your keys, get to the store and don't have your wallet, which I do, like, often. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, um, (laughs) get stuck in traffic on the highway or get stuck on a phone call that just makes you want to drive a rusty nail through your temple. And then you say to yourself, I knew I should have done dot, 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 or something told me I should have done, fill in the blank. That something was actually a someone. And that someone was actually God. And I would bet money that all of us have had an experience like this, but we just never considered or equated the experience with hearing the voice of God. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, there's a story of Samuel as a young man whose entire life was dedicated to serving God, the God of Israel. And it says in verse 1 that word from the Lord was rare in those days. And that's an important part of this narrative. Just remember that. In verse 4, it says that the Lord called Samuel and he immediately said, here I am. Now, he was alone in the temple with Eli the priest. So when he heard the voice calling him, he got up from where he was sleeping and went to Eli, who was in another room and said, here I am. You called me. And Eli said, No, I didn't call you. Go back to sleep. This scenario happened three more times before Eli said to him, the next time you hear the voice, say this, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And of course, as the story continues, the Lord calls Samuel one more time, and he does what Eli told him to do. And thus began a lifelong experience of communication with the Lord. 
Two things I find interesting about this story. Number one, the Bible said clearly that it was very rare that anybody heard the word of the Lord in those days. But Eli the priest still recognized that the voice the boy was hearing was the Lord. And then Samuel not only heard the voice of God clearly then at that time, but the story goes on to say in verse 19 that as Samuel grew and the Lord was with him, not one of his words fell to the ground or failed. In other words, Samuel grew to know and recognize the voice of God so clearly that not one thing that he ever heard God say and then that he spoke out of his mouth, not one of those things ever failed to come to pass. That is crazy to me. And I can hear you now saying, yeah, okay, but that was Samuel. I'm not Samuel, and I am certainly not a prophet. And even the Bible says there was no other prophet even like him. But if you flip over to the New Testament, something that Jesus said kind of takes that argument and strips it away. In John 10, verse 17, Jesus said, My sheep hear or recognize my voice and they follow me. And when he's talking about his sheep, again, he's talking about those who are his, those who follow him, all of us who follow him. So this means if you are a Christian, a Jesus follower, you should be able to hear and recognize the voice of God. Now, I'm going to really date myself here. <laughs> Back in the day when I was, was, was a kid growing up, before cell phones, before caller ID, answering machines, voicemail, when the phone rang, you just picked it up. You had no advance notice about who was on the other line, so you couldn't make any decision about whether or not you wanted to take the call or talk to the person. The phone rang, you answered the phone. And most of the time, when you said hello, Unless it was a business call or a solicitation or somebody who called very, very infrequently, as soon as they said hello back and said your name, you knew immediately who it was. Not only that, even if you dialed a wrong number, you were trying to dial your sister or your brother, and the other person picked up the phone, all they had to do was say hello, and that was all you needed to recognize, oh, this is the wrong number. I got the wrong person. Hearing and recognizing the voice of God should be just that simple for us if we have a relationship with him. And how does one even get to a place where that's possible? I know it sounds very unscriptural, but the simple answer is practice. In order for you to recognize somebody's voice in a natural, like a person you know, you have to talk to them. You have to spend time with them. You have to listen to them, pay attention to what they say. And think about it. Most of us have such deep relationships with our friends and family that we can not only recognize their voices and what they sound like, even in a crowded room, we even know the kinds of things that they would or would not say. That's where reading and listening to the Bible comes in. When you become so used to and familiar with the heart of God through the word of God, it is much easier to identify when he is the one who's speaking and when he is not. Now, one could say 
It should be much easier for us if this is really the way Jesus intended for us to live. But I say, what's it worth to you? What are you willing to do in order to get to a place where you confidently know that you can have daily, consistent, and ongoing communion with God? Do you even believe you can? Now, I don't want to leave you hanging without providing some kind of resource to help you move on to the next step if you do want to learn how to do this. There's a guy in New York, Dr. Mark Verkler, and he has an incredible ministry called Communion with God. And he has got some solid, reliable, and accessible resources that can teach you how to hear and recognize the voice of God. I cannot recommend him and his ministry highly enough. But think about it. How would your life be different? How would your family be different? How would the world be different if we were the kind of people who took the time to build strong and deep relationships with God such that when we opened our mouth with confidence and declared the word of the Lord over situations and circumstances in our world and in our lives, that we saw change happen. What would life look like for us if that was the case? Every time I read the stories of guys like Moses and Elijah and Elisha and Samuel in the Bible, I am provoked to jealousy. These were men who cultivated relationships with God of Israel that gave them the confidence to speak the word of the Lord with boldness, and they saw the Spirit of God back up their words. I'm telling you, that same confidence, that same ability is available to all of us. God is no respecter of persons. And I know even though those guys were all called as leaders, as prophets, it doesn't matter. The same certainty of what we heard God say, the same certainty of the sound of his voice is available to all of us today. So I want to encourage you, let the saints of old be our motivation and our example. Let's endeavor to get so close to God that we are so confident about his voice Not that we would become familiar with it in a bad sense, but such that we would never be tricked into following the voice of another. And let's live in such a way that people will see and know, just like Naaman said in 2 Kings chapter 5, that there is no God in all the earth like ours. Come on, family. Let's start living boldly and make the name of Jesus great in the earth. Let's start living right now, out loud.